0: Divine Through Line. I'm Shrimati. I'm just Shrimati now. I'm not going to say my usual, sometimes known as. I figure if you guys are listening to me at this point, you probably know my street name, so I don't need to say it every episode. So, hey, you guys, I'm Shrimati. Uh, it is uh, Sunday night, February 4th, and super happy to be here coming to you on the pod, across the airwaves, such a beautiful way of connecting and sharing experience. So anyway, today I'm very happy to have my dear friend Amber Ria returned from Malta. And we are, uh, we've are we been rehearsing and spending time together and singing together, and so I asked her, we just rehearsed, and I wanted to record a podcast, so I convinced her to stay, but anyway, um, Amber, will you sing something? Okay, cool. This is going to be great. Okay, so she's just going to sing something a cappella right now, and just to start off the episode. So uh, here she is, the extraordinary temple singer, Amberia, straight from Malta. Uh... So extraordinary! What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful tone you have. Beautiful voice. I'm going to try to move this mic up. Thank you for that. Awesome. So we only have one mic tonight, so we're going to have to share. But I'm coming. Uh, really wanted to talk about um, the theme of embodiment, and it's been coming for a while. And I, I talked about it in a couple episodes, but. This is really, 2018 is really the year for us to fully inhabit our bodies, to fully be uh, present in these physical forms, which are truly temples to our spirit, our heart, um, and, you know, our greater intelligence. And there's so much, I think, that we all have to discover that we haven't even tapped into yet within the physical being, with really the miraculous nature of these bodies. And, you know, I've said to many over the years, and many times, if you doubt the existence of a god or a greater force, the only thing you have to do is look inside the human body to the miraculous mechanism that it is, life form that it is, and all of the functions that it performs, Um, It's this incredible uh, creation, (laughs) and uh, yet so many of us are so bombarded with external stimulus and ideas and uh, monkey mind and uh, just all kinds of um, informational overload. We're getting further and further away from being fully present in our body, and there were some, you know, more news of of um, violence and, and people being, uh, I think, possessed and then, you know, acting out and in violent ways against people in, in different ways. And this kind of awareness came to me, and and it's that if we don't embody our being fully. Then some other energy will and can, and not not that everything everyone you know is at risk for that kind of embodiment. No, we're not. Um, that kind of embodiment comes when someone is fragmented or they're fractured or they're um, very weakened, and uh, they don't have a sound mind or a sound heart or a sound feeling for who they are. They they're they're lost. And these kind of energies or humans are susceptible to be possessed by other energies. So there are many, many energies in the multiverse and more and more coming at us uh, on planet Earth. We are at a transformational time of so much uh, transformation, change, evolution. And this brings with it a lot of different energies. And if there was ever a time for us to step into our body now, is the time. So it's interesting how this has shown up for some of us. Um, I'm raising my hand very high over here because I've had a, a very intense January. Um, I've had uh, about with uh, my migraine-type headaches, three episodes, um, each coming after a public appearance, um, just the next day after a public appearance. And I'm being really taken to task to look at my own life and see where I am compromising or uh, shifting or shrinking or uh, sort of trying to fit in somebody else's idea of who I should be. Um, and this is maybe surprising for some of you to hear. It's kind of you know surprising for my friends because I'm a person who really in general, does really live my truth. And I've been very um, courageous in many areas in my life. However, it's all a spectrum. It's all relative. So there is more that my soul and my heart and my body are asking me to get. And so I was really on my knees this last time. It was uh, the eclipse, of course. Um, <laughs> And I was in so much pain. I I wanted to die. It was really the first time that the headache put me in that state. And I've I've suffered over 250 headaches. I guess I can say now 253. It's kind of an estimation. I'm not really counting that that closely. But, um, but yeah, it was really interesting to me because. Um, I guess I just hit a level where I've had it with having to manage that amount of pain and, and not having a solution, not getting a solution. So if you're like me out there and you've been uh, sort of taken to task and brought to your knees, um, I have deep empathy and compassion for you and, and understand. And being in a human body is so challenging and, and so hard to um, understand. At so many points in our life, and yet, you know, after it passed and the next day, I know that that is a gift to me because it's a rock bottom. It's another rock bottom moment, which gives me the opportunity to go deeper and to find out who I am. And so, a couple things happened um, during that time. One of them is uh, I had some amazing people. Actually, I want to just give a shout out to Carmela and Tom in in Ireland. Who actually have helped me. Um, They're medical intuitives. They're also, Tom is also a physician. And uh, they met me on retreat at Plant Power Ireland. And I was looking for this amazing healer in the country of Ireland. And I was walking around asking people, like, where is your oracle? Because I really wanted to get a taste of the Irish flavor of a multi dimensional site. And little did I know it, two of my attendees ended up being those people. (laughs) So they have provided me tremendous insight. And they actually um, set space with me in meditation in the morning of the eclipse. And also my dear friend Mel Nahas, who is the creator of Conscious City Guide, also came. And so I had these amazing people standing space for me um, and uh, holding space that I will... Uh, transcend and find the keys to um, transforming and moving beyond this pain. And the way Carmel described this pain to me was that it was an exquisite pain, an exquisitely beautiful pain. And so I've been meditating on that, uh, that quite a bit. And in the process, I made the decision to uh, transform my hair um, there is a, a memory of this experience in my head, in my hair, and I didn't want to cut my hair off. So uh, I have become a platinum blonde. I know it's shocking. <laughs> it's still shocking to me. Very shocking to Rich. But anyway, uh, I'm actually liking it. And what do you think of the hair, Amber? We have to share a mic tonight, so sorry about the noise.
1: I think it's amazing. <laughs> every time I walk into your house and I see you, I'm like, "Oh my god, she's blonde." I forget every time. I'm like, "Oh yeah. <laughs> she's blonde." But I think it's really great because it's like through that transformation you've taken the dark out. You know, you're into the light more. Thank
0: you for that. Yeah, I was I was pretty scared when I my my friend Jenny who does my hair. I'm giving Jenny a shout out. She'll never listen to this podcast, but anyway, well, I'm just saying thanks, Jenny. Anyway, um, she she was like, I think it's going to look really amazing, but it's still really super scary. And then you don't even know, you know, like how much of your hair you're going to lose, if it's going to break off or whatever. But the idea was that I go through kind of one toxic thing, and then I never have to touch my hair again, because what most people don't know is that I've been dyeing my hair since I was 16, and my hair is actually almost white. It's a very... It's very white. I mean, we'll see when it comes in more, but it's, it's, um, it gives Gandalf a, definitely a run for his money. No, no joke. So anyway, so we'll see. I'm going to, you know, I mean, the next pictures that I'll post on Instagram will have my do, new do. But it, it was done in ceremony, and I actually um, had a piece of my hair that I actually offered into the fire in ceremony as a, you know, leaving of this experience. And then, beautifully, I'm actually in Panchakarma right now. I'm kind of a little bit breaking maybe the, the rules of Panchakarma. I'm supposed to be completely off-grid, but this is not really work, right? It's just podcasting. It's, just, it's play. So I've been in Panchakarma at Surya Spa. I've been working with uh, Marta Sofer, and she's just been incredible. I've, I've only been there three days. I'm set to be there seven. Uh, and... I've, I don't think I've ever been pampered or my body given this much attention ever in my life. And three days feels like six months. It's crazy when you just take the time and actually give to yourself. So um, I wanted to uh, also just let anybody know if you, if you have an imbalance and you need some care, um, there is an amazing location in the Palisades in California. It's Surya spa.com. And her name is Marta Sofer. So anyway, we are getting ready uh, to head to Miami on Saturday, really looking forward to this retreat, especially after coming out of what I've been through, um, the level of intense experience, to really move into this retreat with so many of you to experience this embodiment of how do we really how do we really experience ourselves as divine? And there's so many various practices to that process, but one of them uh, is through sound, and that's where Amber comes in. Amber and I are working on some new body of work together, and it's called Shriya. It's a combination of both of our names, Shri and Amberia. So we've been toning together and having this meditative experience, which, is, which has been amazing. Amazing for me. You guys heard her angelic, just extraordinary voice. It's so amazing to sing with her. I feel so blessed. But Amber is going to come with me. And so we're going to be doing Shriya um, throughout the retreat and sharing with you guys this meditative experience and, and really the healing of sound and how sound can transform. And Amber was gone in Malta, and I was on um, Gaia.com. I think I told you guys about another. I've become like a Gaia uh, advertisement. I told them about something on Gaia last time. I can't remember. But this um, movie that I actually wasn't even watching this movie. I was watching a different movie. And then the next day when I opened my computer, this came up. And it's called Song of the New Earth and it's Tom Kenyon, is that his name, Tom Kenyon, yeah, Tom Kenyon, and he uh, started doing spontaneous toning, and he has an entire body of work around this type of, of, of really singing, it's, it's, yeah, it's singing, but it's sort of channeling sounding, right, Um, so, and, Uh, and then Leah told me later that she had told me to watch the movie. I think she and Tyler saw it together and she was like, you have to see it. And somehow I forgot about it. But what blew me away is in the movie, he has a whole body of work. He's been doing this in front of hundreds of people and he just becomes this kind of instrument for sound. And he's making all these different, you know, tones and noises and singing, you know, and it's quite, quite an amazing thing. But, um, Uh, I don't know, I I had forgotten. And one of the things is that he had an experience with a whale. Uh, An actual whale came uh, to uh, channel through him. And I had had a very very similar experience for a two-month period. And it's a story where um, I was being awakened in the middle of the night and taken down into my pool. And I had to swim. And I was toning like a whale under the water. It was the weirdest thing ever. And if maybe if I hadn't been dismantled so deeply, you know, I was going through financial collapse at the time and I was really sequestered at my house and I was in a very raw place. And these are the this is the beauty of being taken down to your knees at that level. Like I was taken down to my knees from the financial collapse and everything we were going through. And it made me very available. It made me very ready to be able to follow that directive. Because if I hadn't been in that state, I would have ignored it. Or I wouldn't have allowed my body to move. And so I literally allowed my body to be a channel of this movement and of this tone. And it was quite specific at the time because it would hit me like this movie called The Stepford Wives. Do do you know about that in Malta? It's this kind of creepy movie where a tone goes off. And it's, and it's also like really degrading to women, but like a bell goes off and all the wives stop what they're doing and they go like, they go somewhere, I don't know, they go to some weird room and do something, I don't, I don't know. But it was kind of like that, like the tone would go off, it my inner tone, and I would have to go get in the water. And I would have to swim 13 lengths, and my hands were doing a specific mudra, like as my... Arms came around, they would form this mudra with my fingers, which would frame the mountain that is in front of my pool. It was it was so exact and so weird that I was laughing at myself as I was doing it. And my body was undulating under the water like a whale, and I started toning like a whale. It was like those type of tones. And it was so strong and pervasive that I even had one time that I had all the kids in the minivan like ready to go to the movies, And the bell, like, it was like, I will be back in 20 minutes. And I shut the car off and stopped and went and did my thing. That's how compelling it was. It was almost like I couldn't not do it. And then after two months' time, it completely stopped. And one of the transmissions that I receive from these whale energy is that the money system is false. (laughs) That was what that was telling me. And I knew that by me getting in the water that there was some energetic transmission that was going to help me in my cause. It was actually saving my house. Doing what I was doing was actually helping me to keep my house and not lose my house. So that's really weird, right, you guys? Um, But Tom Kenyon in his movie, he had this whole interaction with the whale. And, and he had um, uh, these beings started showing up to him. And he's a very uh, left brain individual. And he was uh, certain that it was, you know, he was going insane, obviously. But uh, they're, the Hathor are these winged beings of, of another dimension. And um, so he had talked about them, and they were the ones that came to him that said, um, are you ready to sing the song of the new earth, Right. So I don't know if you guys know, but I have a song called The New Earth on uh, my second album, Jai Home. And I had had an experience with Colin Hudon from Living Tea, where he was at my house and did a session with me, and he had a whole interaction with the Hathors. (laughs) So when I saw this movie, there was a lot of tie-ins, and it was interesting that I wasn't even watching the movie, and then the movie just was there. You know, I wasn't I w- I was watching a movie on Buddhism. I was like, Leia's gonna love this movie, you know, and then and then it it just was there. So it's been quite amazing. And getting back to the film and tying it into this pain issue in my brain, in the in the movie, he specifically points out that the brain is healed from sound, that actually singing and and using the body as an instrument of sound produces healing in the brain, and I was like, duh, and it's not that I don't sing, I do, but I've been doing so many other things, like cooking, and, and recipes, and I just turned in Plant Power Italia, just saw the final manuscript today, and it's, there's so much other stuff that I've been doing, I haven't been taking singing as that daily sadhana, you know, as that daily, Activity that really um, connects me to who I was at six years old. At six years old, I was a singer. And then I moved away from that, and it took my whole life to come back to it. And I'm still doing so many other things that I failed to do the core thing that is my health. It's my health and wellness to sing. And the first time that I you know, discovered this is, this is when I got the, the cyst in my throat. In 2007, it showed up like a golf ball in the front of my throat. And I healed it with Ayurveda and also a plant-based diet predominantly. But the other key thing is that's when I started singing. And so it was like everything came full circle, like right into focus. So it's so cool that you're back. So you saw that movie, right? Here, I'm gonna let Amber talk now because I went on a rant.
1: Yes, I saw it some time ago and you just reminded me about it and I forgot that I'd actually seen it because when I, first <clears throat> when I was first getting into sound as a mode of healing, I had done this like online course which was very theory-based, so we didn't actually create any music together but we learned all about like wavelengths and the, sort of the healing power and the way we can use sound and all of that. Um, and I think I had watched this documentary at that time, but you just, you brought all of that memory back to me um, by telling me to watch it. And um, just, I think one of the most amazing things about sound is that humans have created so many different forms of art. You know, we're not short on art, but not everybody loves ceramics, and not everybody loves painting. You know, the different forms of art are very like subjective and everyone has a different um, preference. But music is the only art form which absolutely every single human being on this earth loves. Now we might like different type of music, but everyone loves music. Um, so there's something to it. And actually when you think about it, we're made of music because our bodies are vibrating, you know, every part of your body, every bone, every organ, everything has its own resonant frequency. So, when we're, especially when we're toning, we're really giving our body a chance to bathe in that frequency. You know, and, and, it, and, and it moves the energy around in our body. It helps us to release from different um, emotions that we're holding on and different, even energy patterns. And you no, know, it's, I mean, it's really powerful. I have this memory of when I was eight years old, um, it, it was just around the time when I was getting old enough that my family would be able to leave me alone in the house and I could take care of myself. And I remember I was home alone one afternoon, like doing some homework or something in the living room. And whenever I was alone, I would just sing a cappella. And I remember singing, and our living room was quite resonant, so the sound becomes really full. And I remember just singing and crying at the sheer beauty of sound, that it has that power to to really move us, to bring us to tears, to make us happy and dance. You know, it can make us feel so many different things. And just in that, it's healing, you know. So it's a huge... Uh, part of my life's work, and it brought me to you, and I'm just so excited that we get to do this together and and share it with all of the community. It's it's amazing. <laughs>
0: oh, it's beautiful, so beautiful. Yeah, it's like, but don't you think with music, we've forgotten what it what it really is? I mean, music is part of what it means to be human. It's like we share hum we share music in our families, like you know, in our homes. Uh, I, I know having music in my family and raising my kids and with my boys just made our life so so rich and so beautiful. And also growing up in a household with my dad and mom and my brothers and sisters, and you know, we were always playing music. We were always singing. Someone was always doing something. And but I think even this is even beyond that. and and this is going beyond this idea that, you know, to be a singer it has to be in a pop form or you, know, you have to be a rapper or you have to be you know, Beyonce or you have to you know, um, you know, have that, that type of approach to it where what we're talking about is just getting to the, the core basic tones that connect us with frequency, energy, sound, movement, spirit, um, all kinds of just frequency really. And I think that, um, I mean, I know this is going to be a wonderful exploration to have, you know, already come out of of singing, you know, in a certain way with my boys, and now I'm on the verge of entering into this kind of new thing, and we're both sort of uh, in the same genre, like I'm playing sitar and you're playing sarod, and we both play harmonium, and, so it's gonna be interesting to see what we create together and, and also individually, but this feels it feels really good to us. Like when we tone, we feel like we're in the gap. Afterwards, there's an amazing peace and, and really healing meditative feeling. And when I first met you, we sort of had that remembrance. I think you said it to me, didn't you? That we had maybe sung together before in another space. When you first told me your story about Egypt,
1: do they know about Egypt? You've yeah. spoken about it before. Because um, we, when you were in Gozo on our retreat um, at Sanya, um, we had done a little ceremony, I don't know if you remember, about sort of releasing whatever blockages we're still carrying from Egypt. And I just had this feeling like this is not the first time we've met which we've both acknowledged and also not the first time we've sung together i feel like some somewhere in that egypt story we were maybe toning um or doing some sort of healing work together definitely in a devotional way i felt that very
0: strongly so it's it's powerful and it's it's really beautiful to to sit with somebody like we're we're just in that vibe like Instantly, so um, yeah, it's a, it's it's a frequency and it's a way to come to it. So I'm really looking forward this year to embodying my body as an instrument of music, as an instrument of sound. And I've I've changed the order of priority. You know, I had this sort of order of priority of I need to you know be developing recipes and then you know everything else, books, everything else, and then music was sort of oh, and then some music. But it's all flipped now. So um, it's going to be music first and then uh, commercializing some cheese. Definitely going to do that. Uh, No. And so coming up for this retreat, um, we are going to be at Sacred Space Miami. And the retreat is the 12th through the 15th. It's actually a three and a half day retreat. And it includes a plant-based Valentine's dinner that's going to be created actually for uh, by Diego Tisoni and Veronica from Love Life, amazing, amazing uh, food, and they they work with me and we create together. So they're going to do an amazing menu out of my books, and but we are going to go into this um, exploration to rediscover ourselves as our one true beloved. Um, you know, I really, uh, really felt this experience very profoundly and even though I'm in an amazing marriage with Rich and I have had so many beautiful experiences in relationship ultimately with other relationship with other ultimately your life is about your relationship with yourself as consciousness coming through you and you're born alone and you will die alone and if No one can solve uh, these mysteries for us. Um, Rich can't solve my migraine journey for me. It's an impossibility. Um, So it it brings it really home. Um, My boys moved out this month. Um, Harry, Tyler, and Trapper have moved uh, in town to Los Feliz about 40 minutes away. Um, But you know, Life has its seasons, its patterns, and its, um, everything has its, uh, its time. And every external thing, and every relationship, and every materi- material thing, every job, every title, every friendship, every lover, every child, every home, every material possession, everything will drop away except one thing, and that is your connection to source, your connection to consciousness. And so we have it all backwards in a modern world, in this external world, and we, especially many of us as women or those of us who are femininely identified, we dedicate our lives to serving others and to compromising and giving. And a lot of this is appropriate um, in some ways, but I really feel that... Actually, when you give to yourself first, when you take the time to really feel yourself up first, then, only then, can you truly be a radiant light. And this is thrown around very loosely, like, you know, well, if you don't love yourself, then you can't love anybody. But the thing is, is nobody really even knows what loving themselves means. (laughs) And I know that when you... um, Practice this cultivation of understanding that you are a divine emanation of consciousness. And starting from that point, um, the whole life experience transforms and becomes so much deeper and expansive and more meaningful. And so... Um, I'm really looking forward to this uh, for me as much as everybody who's going to be there. And I'm so happy that Amber is going to be joining us. And also Leah will be there with us as well. Um, So it's going to be an amazing time. If you're interested, you can find tickets uh, uh, at Conscious City Guide. It's ConsciousCityGuide.com backslash The Beloved Retreat. Uh, You can also go to my website, srimati.com, and you can find information there, or you can go to my Instagram, at srimati, and you can get a link there. So it's going to be extraordinary. I'm looking forward to it. I am also going to do, after the retreat is complete, um, I'm doing a one-day workshop on Saturday the 17th at Love Life. Um, recovery center. It's a yoga center and a recovery center. And I'm going to be doing about a three hour program that is yoga uh, on clearing addiction. So I'm probably going to do a yoga class and then I'm going to do um, a group healing on clearing addiction. So if you're interested in that, you can go to uh, lovelifewellness.com in Miami. And I just released my first yoga video. (laughs) So it finally happened. Um, It took me a long time. I filmed it uh, over a year ago. There's a lot of editing, a lot of other projects that I was getting out, but I'm really excited and I feel really good to have released that program. It's a full hour and a half practice. It has four parts. There's a warm up, there's a main practice, there's a cool down, and then there's a pranayama shavasana um, Uh, section at the end so it's a strong level two practice this is the same flow series that I teach on retreat with Rich Um, I'll be teaching it in Italy in May Uh, we're already sold out for that retreat though and I will be teaching this practice at the beloved retreat as well Uh, it's an amazing practice that connects you to your breath it really cultivates presence and talking about sound and the power of sound, I was privileged enough to have uh, Vina master, Shuman Laha, my sitar teacher, um, compose an original uh, piece of music for the yoga video. So, and the music is so um, deep and so uh, beautiful that it takes you into the present moment. It's quite powerful. If you have a challenge with my yoga practice, it's gonna be your mind fighting because it really uh, it really takes you to another place. So if you're interested in checking that out, it is available on Vimeo. Uh, you can buy that on my site, Srimati.com. It's also available at richroll.com, if, if you know that guy, if you frequent that site. So um, anyway, I think that is the show tonight. Um, I... Uh, I'm going to sign off so I can take care of myself and embody myself. Uh, I also do want to mention another source, though. For for those of you that are really uh, on the ascension uh, uh, path, and you really know that this life is about major transformation for you, and you have an awareness of multidimensional parts of life, Please check out Lisa Renee, especially this month. She wrote a transmission on embodiment that is magnificent. Her website is energeticsynthesis.com. The information is free. If you wanna be a part of her community, you can sign up. She has been my mentor, one of my treasured teachers in this lifetime. And uh, I am devoted to her uh, beyond uh, comprehension or words I would not be here as well if it, if it weren't for her she's very different than I am she's very much a scientist, a quantum scientist um, and uh, but the the love and the resonance is is pure she's she's truly truly magnificent. So anyway I hope some of that was helpful for you guys I hope you enjoyed the chat. And uh, I will look forward to seeing some of you in Miami. We're gonna record some of the sessions there. I'm hopeful that we're gonna be able to do that. I think the Malta episode was so good. So we'll be recording from there to share on the podcast uh, after I get back on the 19th of February. And for those of you that have had a rough go in the last uh, couple months, hang in there. I get it. I'm so with you. (laughs) But anyway, just understand that uh, we, a lot of times when we hit those rock bottom places, um, it's a sign that we are evolving, that we are transforming, and it's being brought up at another level for our review so that we can get more information to then move beyond it. And so, um, you have anything to add to that, Amber? No? Okay. All right, and so um, so thanks, you guys, for joining me here. And, oh, my God, wait till you see my hair. No, <laughs> no. So uh, until next time, uh, please know that even if no one else believes in you, that I believe in you to find your way into living your most authentic life. Uh, for you are a divine emanation of consciousness. How can it be otherwise? I mean, how can it be otherwise, you guys? Um, this is an amazing time to be alive on planet Earth. It truly, truly is. There are some, there's some weird shit going on. You know, like try not to watch the news too not too much, but it's really an amazing opportunity right now. So um, you know, be happy. I mean, know that good things are afoot and that transformation is ours. Evolution is at hand and. Uh, we're going to do it. We're going to transform and become uh, our divine emanation. So Amber's going to close with this conch plane. We just discovered she can play this. And actually, this is a gift from my dear friend, Gustav, who passed away, um, I think it's been a couple years ago, but he was truly uh, a magical being, uh, he is still, he's just not in body. But he's a combination of Merlin and Santa Claus, one of the most magical men in their 60s I have ever met. So he gifted us this conch shell, and the reason he, he gifted this shell actually to Rich because there is a moment in Finding Ultra where uh, Rich has crashed his bike on day two. He won day, day one, crashed his bike on day two, and then he had to run a double marathon on day three. And they gather in the, in the dark, like right before dawn, and there's an elder who blows the conch. And I wasn't allowed to stay with him that night, and uh, so I had no idea, and I was looking in the circle for him, and he appeared in white, like out of the dark, and the conch blew, and it was quite amazing. So Gustav read Rich's book and loved it quite a lot, and so he gave Rich this conch, and of course, Okay. I will actually I will. Okay, so here's Amber. Let's give it a give it a go. I'm gonna take this away. Oh, you are. <laughs> Namaste. (laughs) That was beautiful. Okay, guys, we'll uh, talk to you next time. Have a beautiful week. I'm sending you and your family and your loved ones lots of love and grace. May grace surround us all. Be well. Blessings. Namaste.